A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's a brand new year, and what better time to get going with that online store you've been thinking of? Those, I was there when Arsenal actually scored a goal t-shirts would fly off the shelves right now. And to get yourself up and running, you need Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way through to the did we hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms, and sell more with less effort with thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Sign up for a $1 a month trial period at shopify.com slash arsblog, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash arsblog now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash arsblog. Hello and welcome to another Ars Blog Arscast. Coming up on this week's show, we have got the man from East Lower, the man in the bar, uh, some talk shite radio, and, and that's about it. It's a slow week. What can you do? So welcome to another show. It was a touch and go today about whether there was going to be an Arscast or not. Uh, so little is there to really talk about. I, and then I thought, well, you know, how can I deny the people uh, an Arscast on a Friday? They'll be waiting for an Arscast and, and, you know, it wouldn't be fair for me not to provide that. And then I thought, well, wouldn't it also be unfair to provide something of, of lower quality to them? And then I thought, well, they've put up with 78 episodes of fairly low quality stuff. Uh, I don't think they're really going to notice the difference. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, coming up, as I said, a chat with the man from East Lower. Uh, Talk Shite Radio, the man in the bar is here. Uh, we've got a tale of the unexpected. Noah Bue this week, he's gone on his holidays. Uh, I think he's gone off with Arsene Wenger Hawkins somewhere. So uh, maybe he'll be back uh, at some stage later in the summer. You never know. So uh, this week, what a crazy week it has been for Arsenal news. There was that thing, remember the thing that we were all talking about? And we were all like, oh, my God, that's like so cool. That's the greatest bit of Arsenal news I ever heard. Until the next bit came along, we were like, oh, my God. Like, that was so much better than the last piece of news. And then we were all talking about it and discussing it and debating it and, and giving our opinions on it and things. You know, remember that thing? I don't really remember that thing either. It's been that kind of a week. You know what I mean? It's tough sometimes to keep a blog going. I mean, there's lots of stuff, you know, there, sort of stuff, but nothing earth-shattering. Since the last Arscast, the only real story that's come out has been uh, the uh, the Samir Nasri deal, which is going to wait until after Euro 2008. And that's it. Nobody said the deal is off. The expectation is, and I'm told this from reliable sources on both sides, that the deal will happen after Euro 2008. There are some legal issues to take care of, and I suppose when you're paying 12 or 14 million pounds for a footballer, which is what we're going to be paying, that, you know, you've got to get all these legalities sorted out. Nasri is away with the French squad at the moment, and that's that. 
as we said on the blog as well, that it is just the start of June. And while I do completely and utterly understand people wanting Arsenal to sign players, because everybody, everybody wants Arsenal to sign players, it's only the start of June. We've got a long way to go before the season starts. Sometimes it's a shame that life doesn't have a bit of a fast-forward button because you'd be very tempted now to press that button and go forward to the middle of August and then look back and go, all right, okay, that's what we did. This is where we are. Oh, look, the football's about to start. Fantastic. Because you save yourself two months of absolute fucking shite because that's what a lot of it is. The stories that come out of the newspapers, the speculation, the uh, the rumors, all about transfers, uh, most of which don't happen. You get linked with player after player after player every single summer. I mean, when you think about it, in the last five years, how many players have we been linked with? Hundreds, probably. Absolutely hundreds. What have you signed? A dozen? A couple of dozen? So wading through that amount of crap all summer long, does get a bit trying, I have to say. But again, uh, as I said uh, uh, previously, I think on the blog, that that the summer months are the busiest on Irish blog, and I'm sure many of the other blogs as well, that people are so desperate for news that they're clicking here and clicking there and they're checking back and coming and visiting again and your page views go up, your visits go up, and everybody's looking for news at the moment that isn't there. And the thing is that when the news does happen... It'll be everywhere. That's the thing. The minute one side has one piece of news that nobody else has, that has got some foundation to it or some bit of uh, truth to it, then every single website is going to pick up that story and it'll be there for everybody to see. It'll be done within minutes. You won't even know it's happened. All of a sudden it'll be like, boom, oh, look. Oh, shit, look, everybody's talking about this now. Just all the poo you have to get through uh, to get there. That's that's the other thing. I'll tell you what we'll do, though. Uh, we'll go to the bar now because uh, it's time uh, to see the, the man in the bar. He's I think he's having a strange week as well. Hey, hello, Mr. Arse Blogger. There you are. This week I've had a very taxing week, I have to say. Nothing to do with tax now. I've just had a problem on my mind, you see. I was wondering who would win in a fight between a well-trained soldier and a camel equipped with laser-guided missiles. Now, I was thinking that probably in the urban environment, the soldier would have a bit of the advantage there, you know, what would not have hooves and knowing how to open doors and things like that. But if you were to put them in the desert, how do you think the fight would turn out, you see? Yes, the soldier could have his goggles, but what he lacks is the humpiness of the camel, you see. Because this battle could wage on for days and days and days, And how does the soldier get his drink of water from a canteen hanging off his backpack? No such problem for the camel, you see. He's got a great big storage tank on his back. Sometimes they even have two. Now, I'll readily admit the well-trained soldier is probably a more maneuverable and nimble machine than the camel. However, the camel has got laser-guided missiles. Camels, as we know, are notoriously stupid. Have you ever seen a camel reading the Irish Times? No, you have not. But once you trained it how to use its missiles, it would be a deadly, deadly killing machine. 
The problem is, of course, to make it a fair and equitable fight, you wouldn't be able to have it in either the desert or the urban environment. You'd need a mix of the two places. I'm not quite sure where that would be, to be honest. You'd want somewhere, I suppose, where the camel could take a bit of shelter as well, because they're a bigger beast, aren't they? Than the well-trained soldier who could hide in nukes and crannies, whereas your average camel will find it difficult to hide in those kind of places. As you can see, this is a conundrum that has been perplexing me for the whole week. But I have to say, getting out and talking about it with you has kind of made it all a bit clearer in my mind. I can see now that that probably the well-trained soldier would have the advantage. But the camel, you should never underestimate the deadliness of a camel. They're spiteful fucking cunts, so they are. And I know this because my mother was killed by a camel in Dublin Zoo. She fell into their lair when she was trying to feed one of them a bit of a banana sandwich she was eating. Christ, they gobbled her up in no time. You couldn't even go. Oh, Jesus, even think about it now. Oh, 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 the humanity of it all. Anyway, this week's player history, right? Uh, Alison Moye was a winger for... Uh, no, she wasn't, was she? Alison Moye was in Yazoo. She did not play for Arsenal. She was not a winger. She wasn't even the bloke from Erasure after a sex change. I think uh, I'll go home now. My brain is broken. I'll see you next week, right? Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. Well, as you can see, it's been that kind of a week for everyone. Camels and urban soldiers and what? Strange, strange man. Speaking of strange, strange men, I think we should probably talk to the man from East Lower now. Hello, sir. Oh, hello to you. How are you? Uh, are you enjoying your summer? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not too bad. You know, the usual mix of rain, wind and sun. Typical British summer. Absolutely. Yeah, loving it. Um, from an Arsenal perspective, are, are you enjoying things? Are you even thinking about Arsenal at this moment in time when you're trying to, you know, catch a, catch a tan? Well, you know, it's the usual mix of wind and nothing else. I think <laughs> I don't know what's going on this summer, but it's been uh, quite unusual. I mean, you know, we've been blogging a few years now, and uh, it's, it seems very quiet, doesn't it? It does a bit, I think. I think possibly because of uh, we've got Euro 2008 coming up, so pretty much everything yes. is, is focused on that. And, and obviously the transfer market is probably affected by that, no? Oh, uh, yeah, almost. Almost certainly. Almost certainly. And uh, uh, I also wonder whether there isn't... Um, I think Wenger touched on it the other day, didn't he? That is there some, I wonder whether the fact that the pound is really down on the euro is making a difference to what he's to what he's doing in Europe as well. Do you think so? I mean, when you're dealing in millions and millions, does it really make any difference what the exchange rate is? Well, you, you say that, but you know, if you've got ten million quid to spend and it used to be worth, you know, one point six euros, and now it's worth one point two, then maybe it does make a difference. Just well, thought I'd throw that one in. Wouldn't you go buy all your players from, I don't know, somewhere like where where they make Nike sneakers? You could get, you know, sweatshop footballers. What, in Indonesia? Yeah. What a good idea. Well, I mean, you know, if the exchange rate ne- is that important, then maybe that's what you got to do. True, but na- name me one good Indonesian footballer. Um, I could come back to you on that one. I'm just <laughs> off the top of my head. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there are some. I'm sure there are some. Um. Yeah. 
Do do you? I mean, your your blog has been relatively quiet. I have to Absolutely, say, I've, yeah. I've noticed. Um, is it very difficult now to separate the the wheat from the chaff, uh, given everything that's out there? I think it. I think it. I think it can be. Yeah, I think absolutely. I mean, um, there seems to be. You know, I think there's there's so the the media is so uh, is so voracious now, isn't it? That um uh, that it just seems that that you uh, every small story, every agent, every representative, and you know whatever the difference between an agent and a representative, I I don't know. But they all as soon as they say any old uttering, it gets. Uh, mirrored about a million times and um it's very difficult to work out what's true and what's not that's the thing i'm that kind of strikes me the most uh yeah i mean i think the uh the Hleb story that's that's been going the last couple of days where where he's apparently close to barcelona this appeared in the spanish press a couple of days ago and then it sort of trickles down to to some of the blogs i look at the spanish papers and, re- and report those sort of things and then it g- gets picked up around and then uh, you know, it comes in different incarnations, and I've just seen it uh, pop up on news now uh, this evening, Thursday evening, about two days after it first came out. And this website has got this huge headline: "Leb close to Barcelona move." Yeah, but we mm. fucking know that already. Yeah, I know. And the other thing is about Leb. I was reading a bit earlier today myself, and his agent said something. I can't remember his agent's name, but then somebody who was a representative of Alex Leb said something else, and you mm. kind of think, well, who are these people? This is true. This is, yeah, we were discussing that on the arses, actually, that there appears to be this guy, Morabito, the, yeah. who may own the agency. I'm not quite sure. But then there's another guy, Ulai Lerber, who I think is Hleb's real agent. But then there was another guy with a very Eastern European sounding name um, talking about Hleb going to Real Madrid or Barcelona as well. So there's yeah, about I'm three not- people involved. <laughs> I, I know. I, it's, it, I just. I mean, and who to believe? Probably none of them. It's no wonder he wants to leave. All these guys are taking all his wages. Well, exactly. Probably at least thirty percent of his earnings are going on his three friends. <laughs> um, there's been a little bit of transfer speculation. Obviously, the Nazari thing is is going to happen after Euro two thousand and eight. So we won't stress on that uh, because there's not much point anyway. Um, Aaron Ramsey is a seventeen-year-old Welsh midfielder. Uh, we've had a bit accepted. Man United have had a bit accepted. Everton apparently have had a bit accepted. And and uh, he's going to wait to make his decision. Apparently he's flying to Sweden. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
It's a brand new year, and what better time to get going with that online store you've been thinking of. Those I was there when Arsenal actually scored a goal t-shirts would fly off the shelves right now. And to get yourself up and running, you need Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way through to the did we hit a million order stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms, and sell more with less effort with thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Sign up for a $1 a month trial period at shopify.com slash arsblog, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash arsblog now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash arsblog. Excellent to go and see Arsene Wenger uh, at the weekend. Uh, I'm finding it a little bit difficult to get too bothered um, about a 17-year-old, as good as he might be, given the fact that we, we probably have lots of those already. Yeah, yeah, true. And also, I think, you know, there's all, all this talk of being about the 6 plus 5 rule, getting more British players or English players, and you kind of think, th- this is how much interest is in an exciting British player. And, um, you know, I don't know, I don't think that's right in, in, in a lot of ways, because maybe he is good, but he's 17. And to have four clubs, two of them have announced it on their website. Apparently, Manu and Everton have both announced that they've agreed terms with him, which I find mm. a bit odd. Um, and you kind of think, yeah, maybe he will be good, but this can't be very good for him as well. He must kind of, his ego must be sky high, you know? Uh, maybe he's got, you know, good good folk at home keeping his feet on the ground and down to earth. Don't yeah, go maybe, out, maybe, son, you've got 30 grand in your pocket. You don't go too mad tonight. True, but, you know, uh, it's, it's funny. A typical kind of Arsenal thing and Wenger thing is that we've not heard a mention of it from um, Arsenal at all, but... It's kind of been plastered across several other clubs' websites. So who who knows what will happen on this? I mean, you know, if he's going to be good, um, let's put some money in. And five million doesn't seem a great deal to to waste or, or to to spend on someone who who might turn out to be very good. But um, like you say, I think at this stage, if you're talking about who's actually going to make a big difference next season, it probably won't be him, even if he joins. Adi Bayor, apparently, apparently, according to the reports in Italy, he's agreed terms with AC Milan. This is silly season getting just a bit too silly, isn't it? Because Adi Bayor twice so far has, has said this season or said this summer that, you know, he's going to stay at Arsenal. Was was that his agent or his representative that said that? I'm not sure. But I think it was his mother. Uh, it was his mother, was it? Well, she knows best. Mama um, Bayor. <laughs> well, in which case, you know, how, how can we argue? It, goodbye, <laughs> Emmanuel. No, I, I don't, I don't know. He, he Maybe he's trying to get a... I suspect he's trying to get a better deal at Arsenal than, you know people that know him are talking it out through the press I, I don't know I don't think he'll leave personally but um and you know the Italian press is, is kind of like the Spanish press isn't it I think they they talk the talk true enough um Euro 2008 um th- there was a time when pretty much uh the whole of the French team was was Arsenal uh, now we've got one representative, William Gallus, and frankly, I couldn't give a shit what he did. Um, we've got other guys in there, Senderos Juru, Van Persie, if he can stay fit. Fabianski might get a game for uh, uh, for Poland, and Cesc, obviously, at, uh, uh, for Spain. Are you looking forward to the tournament at all? From a, a football point of view, it's, it's, it's often nice when you're not partisan in any way. Yeah, I think I think I honestly didn't think I would be, but I, I am quite looking forward to it, mainly because I just like watching football, but uh, also because, you know, 
I've I've had many many um, tournaments of being told by the English press uh, that England are going to have a chance to win it and believing it, and then of course get to the usual point where they bomb out and uh, feeling particularly morose. So it's nice not to have that sentiment this time around. But I think I think it should be some cracking games. You know, Germany, Poland, that'll be a good one, won't it? I think I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, uh, I suppose we'll talk to you again a bit later in the summer when, when possibly something might have happened. I appreciate your time and doing your very best this evening, man from East Lower. Thanks a lot. No problem. You're welcome. Well, with all the hoo-ha and flibberty gibber done, the websites and the internet, at least you know you can find some common sense on the radio. And there's a limousine full of coked-up celebrities all having sex with each other, holding up traffic on the M52. We'll have more in an hour. Thank you, sexy Australian traffic girl, and it's good that those celebrities keep it within their own fraternity, keeping their aids to themselves. We do not want it. Thank you. Now, coming up in this hour, we are talking about Arsenal. The transfer window is open six days and still no signings have been made. Do we need any further proof that Arsenal are crippled by financial problems, that Arsene Wenger does not have any money to spend, and that even if he did have money to spend, he would rather spend it on 16, 12-year-olds than on one player that would cost £35 million? This obviously shows a great lack of ambition from Arsenal. With me to talk about it is concerned Arsenal fan. Yeah, hello, how are you doing there, mate? As a concerned Arsenal fan, are you concerned? Well, I wouldn't say concerned so much as very concerned. Uh, Arsenal, of course, charged the highest prices in England to go and watch football. Well, where is all their money going? I suspect that the board have got, like, a leopard skin office, yeah, with a jacuzzi and loads of page three girls in there and gold goblets from which they're drinking the finest wines, because I can't think of any other reason why we haven't bought anyone yet. And, you know, unless we buy somebody by the end of next week, I'm going to get so angry. And who could blame you? Uh, Just how angry are you considering getting? Well, very angry indeed. Uh, I think I will write some messages on some websites to say, Goodness me! I am very cheesed off with all this. Why haven't we bought anybody? All the other clubs have gone out and made big, big signings and Arsenal ain't done nothing. When you talk about these uh, other big clubs making big signings, who exactly are you referring to here? Well, it looks like Fulham are going to buy Zoltan Gira from West Brom and, you know, those are the sort of guys that we should be looking at, frankly, because, uh, you know... Uh, He's a player, isn't he? And he costs some money. So he's got to be good. Uh, That's what I'm saying. But when you look at the transfer market, Chelsea have bought some right back they don't need. Liverpool got some bloke in on a free transfer. And United haven't bought anybody. They're just desperately trying to hang on to Cristiano Ronaldo. Don't you think you should have a bit more patience? Well, my father had a very good saying about this. He said, one day, son, if you're patient, I will tell you what that saying is. And what was it? I don't know. I was too patient, and by the time I thought of it again, he died. Ladies and gentlemen, proof, if it were ever needed, that Arsenal kills its own fans. After this short break, an exclusive interview with Gaza. Here's a snippet. Riveting stuff. Talk Shady Radio. Talking shit about sport 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day.
Talkshite Radio will return, I'm sure, on another Arscast in the future. Now, just to tell you about something that's happening uh, on OleOle.com. If you're into Euro 2008, uh, the Eurocast is a Euro 2008 podcast uh, presented by me, possibly with the Mug Smasher and some correspondents from various countries. Well, what we're looking for along the way is uh, fan reaction, uh, comments, emails, etc uh, etc et i like the way we've done the uh, the odd voicemail thing here there is uh, a voicemail number there are actually two voicemail numbers uh, one if you're in switzerland uh, and at euro 2008 you can leave your comments and there's a uk number uh, as well uh, or you can uh, use skype just to leave a voicemail or you can send an email you'll find the details of how to get involved uh, on the blog which is uh, oleole.com forward slash blogs forward slash the week in football uh, it's based off that particular podcast It'll go out after every game and we'll be looking for your comments and uh, reactions about games goals controversial incidents red cards referees whatever the hell it might be uh, do get involved there are prizes to give away as well some t-shirts and maybe a grand prize for the winner as well so do check that out it is the eurocast you'll find it off the oleole.com homepage, part of the match center that's going on for euro 2008 and the blog to look at for all the details the contact details the two telephone numbers the email address and the skype name that you you can uh, use Skype to call so you don't have to pay anything. Uh, it's all on oleole.com forward slash blogs forward slash the week in football. Now, tale of the unexpected? Why not? Welcome to Tales of the Unexpected on the Oz blog, Hello, my name is George, and I've got another tale of the unexpected. This week I was in Brighton, because I had a load of Barbara Streisand albums to sell, and I thought, where will I sell Barbara Streisand albums? Brighton, that's where I'll sell them. So that's where I went. I was going down the street, and this homeless man came up to me, and I said, do you want to buy any Barbara Streisand albums? And he said, no. But would you spare me some change for a cup of tea? And I said, Do I look like Oxfam or something to you? Do I look like the kind of man that would give another man a cup of tea for no good reason at all when I'm out here trying to make a living myself? I don't have time to be wasting on the likes of you. You're a catabout, a layabout, and no good to society at all. So I took out an axe and I cleaved his foot in two. Now, I says, you have a hoof, and you'll always remember the day you got the hoof. That was the day you asked me for a cup of tea. Anyway, after that, I went to the internet cafe, and I was looking around on news now, and then I saw one of them headlines that said, Arsenal signed £14 million striker. So I clicked on the headline, and it turned out, we had actually signed a £14 million striker. As you can imagine, that was unexpected to me. I'm not looking forward to the day when George tries to sell me something that I don't particularly want. Uh, Not much else really to talk about, is there? We've got our Arsenal players in Euro 2008. That'll provide us with some interest for the week ahead. Uh, Arsene Wenger, I suppose, will be commentating for French television. 
Uh, so maybe he'll let loose a snippet or two. Uh, when that happens, no doubt we'll hear all about it. The same story with 52 different headlines, all on news now within the same hour. You can absolutely guarantee it. Uh, so really, um, uh, rather than prolong the agony, I think it's best if we call this Arscast quits uh, and leave it until next week. And, and who knows what will happen between now and the next Arscast. It could be like an hour-long special. You never know. It's doubtful. But you never know. Until then, talk to you all next week on the blog. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. You're there. Do you want to buy any Barbie's Dreisand albums? You don't. Why not? You're not a fan? Look at you. You're the biggest Barbie's Dreisand fan I ever saw in my life. And I saw James Brawlin once. What a beard he has. Thick, fulsome. I stole it on him while he was asleep. Look, I have to get rid of these things. There are five for each and I'll give you them for half price. Three fifty. You won't. Jesus. You're gonna be so sorry.